Welcome and thanks for tuning in to the Okanagan's number one real estate podcast with your host, Raina, the bombshell Kutran, and Marika, the closer Soleil. Listen up as they discuss all things real estate in the land of milk and honey. Milk and honey. Welcome to the Okanagan Real Estate Podcast, your source to buying, selling, and living in the Okanagan. Hosting with me is Marika the Closer Soleil. She's coming to you live from Kelowna and also services the West Kelowna and Lake Country area. And I'm your host, Raina Kutran, your local Penticton and South Okanagan realtor. Today, we have a special guest joining us, Brady Heemstra. Brady is a fellow TXT agent uh, servicing the Vernon area, and he is a home marketing extraordinaire. We're going to find out more about Brady's special skills in the real estate industry. So welcome to the show, Brady. Hey, thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background, the area you service, and what you do? Okay, yeah, a lot of information here. But uh, So I'm originally from Prince George up north. Um, if you've ever been, it's kind of a smaller town compared to the entire Okanagan as a whole, but it's still a fairly big city. Um, so yeah, I grew up there, was born and raised, and it was harsh winters, but still pretty hot summers. Kind of helped me prepare for the Okanagan a little bit in that aspect, but now we're here. And uh, yeah, so I ended up studying economics and international studies at UNBC up there because I always had an interest in finance and travel at the time. So I was thinking maybe I would be getting like an embassy job or something around uh, that aspect. It's something I really love to do. But I ended up landing a job at a startup brokerage in Prince George. It was called Boardwalk Properties. And kind of the value proposition of the brokerage was we would um, vertically integrate all of our marketing services to all the realtors so they wouldn't have to go out and like use contractors or freelance video or photo, right? So I actually ended up landing a job there as um, part of marketing and video. And I kind of fine tuned all my skills there because my entire life I've actually been like super into filmmaking and photo and video. So it was really cool to actually get paid to do stuff around that aspect for the first time in my life. And uh, yeah, I learned so much about like what um, is like good and bad techniques to use in video for like listings and, and just for like marketing yourself or, or other realtors. So I did a lot of that and they ended up putting me through the trading services course with UBC because I was kind of heckling them a little bit because I saw a lot of the realtors around the brokerage and I was like, guys, like, I can kind of do this too, like, and I can do the video on top of it, right? Like, like this should not be a big issue for me. And my boss was like, okay, like, we'll, we'll think about it. And he kind of like pushed off the side for a little bit, but I kept heckling him. Like every week I'd come to his office, I'd be like, you thought about it yet? You talked to everybody about it? And then they finally broke down and they said, yes. And it was awesome. It was like probably the busiest time of my life because I was working full time and I was doing that UBC solder course. And I think I got it done like five months and I wrote the exam, right? Like, I think it was like right before the pandemic hit. So like uh, people were starting to wear masks around the Vancouver area, but it was kind of, it's not like you would have had no idea today. Like 
what things would have been what we were in store for (laughs) yeah so um yeah ended up passing the exam it was awesome and anyways uh the brokerage kind of didn't end up working out um it's, it's there's a varied like of reasons why the brokerage didn't work out but we had um a couple gentlemen come to our office because they were thinking about renting out the space and they happened to be from exp realty so the people were colin bredner and peter fan you guys know peter oh i know peter yeah well, he's, <laughs> yeah. Our, he's our managing broker well one of our managing brokers yes yeah he's awesome PC, just so everybody knows and we can text them and call them all the time they are always available always yeah. Peter is awesome and he, he will get back to you right away. And he's like super knowledgeable about everything. Everything? Real estate. Yeah. Wow. And so. That's what happens when you've been in the business for like, I don't know, 40 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So like my perception of EXP was kind of similar to like other brokerages, right? Like, like some of the agents around my old brokerage would say, oh, like EXP is like, it doesn't really have like a company culture or. Um, you know, like the face-to-face is kind of like lost between agents and stuff like that. <coughs> Excuse me. So I kind of <coughs> heard vaguely, um, you know, what it was, but it kind of excited me from the get-go because I love innovative and forward-thinking companies and EXP is definitely that for real estate. So, but what, what sold me on it was when Peter and Colin came and they actually sat down in our office and they were talking about it. And they were kind of, we were trying to work out an agreement uh, with them if they wanted to rent the space for their agents or not. And uh, it didn't end up working out, but what I did take away from that meeting was, wow, like these people really know the business and they know what they're doing and there's a lot I could learn from them. So yeah, I went to lunch with Colin for a couple times actually. (laughs) And he was just super good and awesome to me. And I eventually took the dive and I was like, yeah, like I signed on and he mentored me up and yeah, I wouldn't have it any other way, honestly. Um, Did some training in Prince George and then eventually once I grew wings and I could fly on my own, I came down here to the Okanagan and that was last April. So yeah, it's been good. We, I think the Okanagan's full of transplants. We're all transplants. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and the, the transplants are, coming. Yeah, and lots more coming. And the people that are like born here are so proud of it. They're like, we're born and raised Kelowna. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they should be. It's, it's amazing here. Oh, for yeah, sure. I, I would be uh, bragging about it if I were. Totally. So can I ask you a question now with your videography and stuff? Because we know you're really good at that and you market your homes really well. Did, were you self-taught with that or did you go to school or is it kind of just something like a hobby turned into, you know, a uh, passion for you? It's funny you ask that. Yeah. Ever since like I was probably like three years old, you can see like old VHS family tapes of me with like little roll-up film cameras and stuff. Aww, I was little like Brady. always so playing cute. with it. Always, constantly like throughout my childhood, like me and my friends would get together and we'd make like old Western movies and stuff. We'd write scripts. We got so into it. It was, it was awesome. And I just never really stopped um, playing around with it. And especially during my high school years, that was the time when there was like a lot of YouTube tutorials coming out on um, 
how to use more advanced programs like Adobe After Effects and Premiere Pro. I even dabbled in some visual effects like uh, Cinema 4D and RealFlow and stuff. But that's like, that's, <laughs> I don't play with that stuff as much anymore. All yeah. over so my I mean, Premiere Pro, I know that, but that's about there it. There you go. That's, that's the main editor. Yes. Yeah. Um, so well, I so all so you're self-taught then pretty much. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Self-taught pretty much. But you know, the internet is such a valuable resource when it comes to learning video. Mm -hmm. I don't think like you really need to pay to learn video. You just need to have that drive and, and have YouTube at your disposal. Because I think you also need to have a lot of passion or sorry, patience, because oh, yeah. I know for me, like I'll redo it and redo it and I'll spend a full day for one small, you know, clip to make sure it's right. Yes. Um, and the patience, like that's same with editing. Like that's what gets you. Yeah. The editing and the editing that's you need patience for that to make it right <laughs> yeah. um, so you know when you know photographers and videographers charge so much money everyone thinks but truly they don't you know they can come out and take photos for half an hour but it's all the behind the scenes work yes stuff together piecing it together you know making sure the colors are right all that stuff that you're really paying mm -hmm. for it's the editing you know yeah and you don't only thinking. take regular videos you also do a lot of drone footage which is incredible yes. and provides that like panoramic view that people that bird's eye view that people never get to see how did you yeah. get into using drones okay well that's an interesting story too yeah so me and my friend had our own kind of wedding video and photo company and we started getting into drones then and we got a dji phantom 3 i think it was at the time and it was awesome it was Back then, there was no real regulations around drones in Canada, right? So we were just flying this thing like wherever. We were having like a ton of fun. And then once all the, the laws and regulations hit with uh, drone operations, especially for commercial use, um, we pretty much, it stopped us in our tracks. And I kind of like put it away for a couple of years. It wasn't until I got my job at the brokerage again that they saw the value in having somebody who is like licensed to use a drone. So they put me through the whole like advanced drone operations course with Transport Canada. And it's no joke. It's like, <laughs> it's a hardcore course. So you're learning like full on uh, aviation techniques that like pilots learn. Yeah, really? you need to learn like Zulu time and everything. You need to know how to talk to air traffic control. Oh, wow. It's an in-person flight review. It's very extensive. But once I got that, yeah, like, I fly my drone every week now. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, it's not like a half an hour course online, multiple choice. You yeah, can fly you a drone. Can, you can get the basic like that. You just pay like 10 bucks and you can do the multiple choice. But the advanced one, yeah, is like ridiculously yeah. insane. Yeah. It makes sense. Like you don't want drones flying out of the sky and hitting mm -hmm. a car or a person in the head. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's just that, right? You need to make sure the pilots know what they're doing. Like, especially in emergency procedures and situations. Um, there's a lot that can go wrong when you have a piece of metal and plastic flying through the air. You'd be surprised. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> um, okay, well, you know what? So this week's topic is all about marketing homes and we thought it would be perfect to kind of tie in with you and everything that you do and what Raina and I do. Um, but first, I guess we can do a quick market update or talk about your weeks. How was your week, Raina? Anything exciting happened to you this week in real estate? Oh, it's been a busy week. Um, lots of, we're seeing lots of multiple offers in on places. 
Um, I know I was at the Skaha Lake Towers, which is, they're in phase two right now, um, which is right near Skaha Lake. And I was there on, I think it was Monday evening. And I ran into three other realtors all lined up, all trying to show suites. And there is multiple offers in on pre-sales. So the market is super busy. Um, And then also just to touch on people's perceptions of eXp, I had a funny phone call from another realtor in the lower mainland um, this week um, asking to see my listing. And he was mentioning to me off the side, he's like, so my son's a realtor. He just joined eXp. He's like, you work for eXp. What is this pyramid scam? Oh God, what's wrong with people? <laughs> hilarious. But I was like happy to be able to explain to him more about EXP and how we have multiple streams of income. That's um, a scam though. We're just yeah, trying to and scam everybody. Him, his son is not involved in a scam. So <laughs> it was pretty funny. What about you guys? Um, just same old here. I've been doing a lot of video tours every day. So I think every day this week I've done one. And... Yeah, that's about it. And I think there's going to be just continuance of people buying from afar. Um, my clients are, a couple of them are from Ontario. Um, so a lot of Ontario Easterners I'm, I'm working with right now. And then um, just from Vancouver and stuff. So that's what I've been doing all week. Um, the only cool thing that happened in Kelowna this week, well, not the only cool thing, actually a couple cool things. Um, so the city proposed or the city approved another um, building on Gordon and Lawrence. It used to be a single family lot and now it's going to be, I think, a 40 unit apartment building with a mixture of stuff. And then Kirshner Mountain sold by Century 21 for like $22 million. So I I read about that. Yeah, yeah, I think it's like the biggest sale. And I think so what they've done there is it's funny because one of our friends from Calgary um, is a Kirshner and she has a brother here that's a Kirshner. And it's just interesting. Their family is quite, quite big. and I don't know if it's her dad or her grandpa that started the development, but I think they're done phase four and now they've sold off the rest of it and going to be moving on to much more because there's a lot of space there. It's many, many acres. Um, but yeah, that's about it for me. Yeah. What about you, Brady? My week has been fairly busy, actually. Yeah, not too bad. I've been getting a lot of video ideas kind of crammed in together and I've been trying to figure out um, how to execute them mostly. So yeah. I'm excited that I'm going to get this one going about um, like my listing video process. Oh, and I'm going to nice. want to, yeah, like film myself filming a listing yes. and yeah, just showing everybody kind of like what my process is and maybe help other people like vertically integrate that into their own business. Um, I'm not trying to put other videographers like out of business or anything, but (laughs) it's good for a realtor to know how to do it yourself if like you can't get anybody or fall through, right? Well, even using the technology, like even us with our our podcast and our YouTube and stuff, like just knowing what to do. Or like I said, like the video tours, being able to upload that onto YouTube for a client, not show anybody else, but just send them a link, you know, like a lot Mm -hmm. of people don't know how to do that kind of stuff. You should do some tutorials, Brady. That could be your, you know, fifth stream of income. <laughs> yes. I would love to get into the tutorial game. It'll, uh, it'll be great. <laughs> it's so much more powerful when you're able to show a prospective client an actual video of what you're going to be able to do with their marketing instead of just trying to explain it to them. So exactly. I think that's great. 
Yeah, people are very visual and, you know, you need to be able to explain things to people in like many mediums, you know, lots of people are like hands-on, some are visual, some are auditory. You need to hit all those bases, right? All the senses. Yeah. So true. All right. So, so Marina, what's going on in the Kelowna market this week? Well, holy cannoli, I checked how many listings are activated and there's 198 listings activated this week. So I noticed the last couple of days, my emails. So all my clients that are set up on an auto email, they get an email and I get an email when something new pops up and it's, it was like crickets for a couple of weeks, but now it's like, bing, 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 bing. So there's lots of people reaching back out because there's more listings on the market the only downfall, well, good and bad is that, you know, compared to 198 new listings, we had 147 sell. So it's still very busy. And I, you know, I, I read the CMHC report yesterday, you know, they're talking about how they think that the pricing is all going to go like this. I don't think so. I think it's going to continue this way. I think inventory is going to stay low and I think more and more people are going to come here. So as always, rates are still low. Those aren't going anywhere. Those are not going to change overnight. And I don't think there's going to be any huge change overnight. And by overnight, yeah, like the, the next coming months, like it's going to take a year or two to get things back. And like Ryan said last week with the interest rates, they only put them up by a, qu a quarter of a percent, percent. Yeah. Maximum each time. And they do it eight times a year or six times. I can't remember. I think but. it's eight times. Yeah. So even to get the interest rates back up to like a 3% would take a couple years. Mm -hmm. you know I mean? Yeah. So, and yeah. Like, and we still have all the demand of people from other provinces moving here. I know even more I think than that's ever. only going to increase, especially in Alberta with what's going on with the pipeline right now. So yeah. actually, actually a funny little stat here. My friend is, um, he does integrity for pipelines over there. And he sent me an interesting stat. So normally Canada has about 500 rigs going at once. Right now we only have 47. So wow. the decrease is over like more than 50% in production. Um, and that's across Canada and even internationally, like they're just, it's crazy. So just imagine all the people that go to Alberta to work, like on the oil. I feel for them, I do. Yeah. Yeah. So what about Penticton and Summerland, South Okanagan? <laughs> so in the South Okanagan, we had 84 new listings this week and 54 sales. Um, so we're quickly seeing these sales numbers rise, even though it's only the third week of January, it kind of feels like spring. Um, your average single family home this week in Penticton sold for a whopping 925000 so I think it's a little bit skewed. There were some really big homes that were on the market that sold this week. Um, the average days on market for that was 77. Um, also with your multifamily homes, they had an average of 865,000 this week for a selling price. And a lot of these were duplexes where um, I didn't see that many townhouses sold this week. So that's also what was driving up the price. And apartments were at 318,000. So what about the Vernon market, Brady? The Vernon market, very similar to your guys's, just smaller scale. So we got 38 this week listed and 21 sold. Um, wow. Early January was pretty brutal for single family housing. Um, it was, there was no supply and there was a ton of demand. We're slowly starting to see that supply creep up now, which is really nice. If you, guys have any buyers looking in Vernon, you know? <laughs> we know, we know. We yeah. 
um, so yeah, it, I was able to, yeah, find a good place for, um, some of my clients just last week and, uh, oh, it was a miracle, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's what it feels like going out there. It's like, I won't even post on the realtor Facebook page because it's like, yeah. everybody wants it, you know? Oh yeah. I know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, very similar, um, just smaller scale to like Kelowna's market, I'd say. Yeah. Awesome. So should we dive into our marketing topic of the week? Do it. Okay. So I, my opinion, anybody can do marketing any, because it's something that you can learn and know how to do, but there's different ways to market homes. That is good marketing and bad marketing. Um, you know, and marketing comes in different, different, um, different, what's my, what's the word I'm looking for? Forms. <laughs> different forms. There you go. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to talk a little bit about photography first. Um, we always get the, the photos that we see on MLS that we know we're done by someone's cell phone. Um, you know, they're like this narrow and they're dark and they're terrible. Um, but then we also get the photos that we get done professionally. And sometimes I find that the photos are just a little bit overdone and it's almost too edited or too cartoony looking. Do you guys 100%. notice that? Yes. I do. And I, I really feel like it just almost sets it up for failure because then when someone goes to see the home, they're expecting one thing and it's, it's completely different. Yeah. So this happened to me um, a couple weeks ago and I drove out to the shoe shop to go see a house and it looked amazing. Like it was amazing. And then I got there and it was just a total dump shit show. And I was like, oh, sorry, I swore, but I think we're allowed to swear on our, our channel. Um, it's not it made was, for kids. I think we're good. Was, yeah, no kids. <laughs> it was really disappointing because I almost felt like it was, I don't know, like it was just so opposite of what was represented on MLS. And I was really pissed off about it. And my clients were just shocked because I did a, a full tour. Like I spent you know, a few hours there. Um, but anyways, so I think it's really important to just use that natural light, not overdo it. You know, sometimes when you have those exterior shots that have the blue skies, like that's okay. But when you're inside, like, I think the natural is much better and people like to see that more yes. than any of that weird, shiny, you what know, gets me is, is windows. You want to see through the windows, mm -hmm. a good listing photo will reflect the view that the actual home does. Mm -hmm. But I feel like some windows are very overdone <laughs> and it's like completely transparent to the outside and it looks cartoony. Yeah. So, what do yeah. you guys think about the virtual staging? <laughs> I don't, I don't mind it. I think it works in certain, certain places. I, I went to a showing at a place a few weeks ago um, and it was virtually staged because there was a tenant living in there. Mm. Um, and I don't know, I, I don't want to say that it's, fake advertising but when you walk into the home and it's just completely <laughs> different and you're like oh this is this is what we're going to see I don't know I don't know how I feel about it it's a double-edged sword because I mean it got you there right but yeah that's the point it needs to get yeah. you in. it's true it, it got us there but I don't I don't know if it helps at the end of the day or not no yeah <laughs> So what I did was I had a house um, in West Kelowna last year that was kind of older and they had just older furniture and it was very brown all over the place. So I took the regular photos and then after a while, you know, we were getting lots of action, but I wanted to spruce it up a bit to see what it would look like if somebody um, did a little bit of a reno on it to modernize it. And so I did both. I, I had a before and after 
or sorry, before and then virtually staged and then regular. And then all I did was add those pictures on so that people could see both, you know? I think that's yeah. great. Cause then that allows people to be able to visualize what it could be. Yeah. But it's not false advertising. You're also showing what it is currently and they're able to see it for as, as it is and have expectations. So I think that's yeah. great. Yeah, I think just even being able to, um, yeah, I think with older homes, it's good because then you can, or a vacant home, for instance, yeah. rather than bringing furniture in, yeah. you know, and actually that, that's a huge cost. You could virtually stage it to show people uh, rather than spending all that money on bringing furniture in. And gosh, that's just too much work. Um, so what else do you guys do in terms of organizing or not organizing, um, getting homes ready to market for your clients? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, obviously... The staging is important. I think for photos, the photos need to also reflect the lifestyle of the home, mm -hmm. the spirit of it. So if that seems vague, I'll give you an example. So like if the structure of the home is built around the living room and there's like a, a fire pit or something, it might be ideal to have like the fire actually lit mm -hmm. and uh, kind of like show like how cozy the room is maybe on like a, a winter's day or something along those lines right you want to be able to highlight the strengths and and really get that to to market like quickly and make it look good <laughs> I think people buy on based on emotion like when I know when mm -hmm. I take clients out and let's say we have like five homes to see you know you can tell right away when they walk into the property whether they're going to like it or not and it's a feeling also. So I think having that, you know, portrayed in the marketing is important. It's going to give them that sense of feeling and something to kind of look forward to. And also, you know, having that throughout the listing experience, because I know like we get our listings, um, we go in there beforehand and prep for photos with Hillary and she does some organizing and gives us a whole printout of what to do next for the sellers. But oftentimes they do it. And then next thing you know, there's showings next week and the house is back to being how it was before. So I think maybe educating these are people that they have to keep it. Every showing is such an opportunity. It could be that one, like every single one, it could yeah. be that one buyer could be the buyer. So everybody has to have a good impression and we have to give them that wow factor every time, you know, like I went on a showing today and they did such a great job. The house, they had kids and it was like, looked like they didn't, but they did, you know? Mm -hmm. And it was so clean and warm and the floors were warm. It was all lit up. They had a candle going, it was tidy. Like there wasn't crap anywhere. It just, it was such a good feeling. And that's what we need to do with our marketing. Um, so what about now I know, I mean, obviously we're in an, an online world these days. Do you guys think print marketing is dead? No, I, no. I definitely think it has its place. Um, I know with my listing that I have right now, I, I definitely think that having, um, a digital marketing plan is important and that's the forefront of what I focus my marketing around, but I definitely think that print is still valuable. Um, I still go and deliver it to all the neighbors because having a physical copy of that in your hand, um, and also your neighbors aren't the ones necessarily looking online to know what's available. And they're your best advocates at the end of the day of who they want to live next door. If they can physically hand a print copy to their best friend who maybe they know is looking in the area, I think that's a really valuable tool. 
Yeah. And I think with neighbors, a lot of oftentimes, you know, because we have so many people that are from different spots, you have all these transplants in different areas, like you, Raina, for instance, in your neighborhood, right? Mm -hmm. um, and oftentimes these people come from bigger cities. So they're going to be advertising their community to their friends who are from the bigger cities. So I think, you know, marketing to the people around is is still very, very good. Um, I, even for agents, it's, it's good too, because, you know, even if you're looking for business, so it's good for both the sellers and it's good for the agent, you know, you're out there, you're meeting people. And at the same time, trying to market this home, um, they're going to start marketing for you. Uh, one little trick that I know from our EXP mastermind, um, one of our mentors, he mentioned this one little tip for us that when you're marketing a home, get some bit, little mini business cards printed out with some basic stats. And with EXP, you know how we have that text this number to this and you get your full information. So you could do little um, business cards with like a QR code or the code to text in. Great idea. And give that out to people and just, you know, have a whole bunch of them and even give them to your sellers and your sellers when they go out and about, they can hand them out too. So I thought that was really cute. I've done it once. Um, I don't know how good it worked, but there's just so many different little ways that we could add value to our clients and help market their homes. I don't think there's going to be that much trouble though in this kind of market because it's so hot, but I still believe no matter how hot it is, you got to still get those professional photos and still do the same kind of marketing that you would do with a regular, just stable balanced market. I really I love that idea of really like turning your print marketing into mm. your digital. online marketing because they're using that digital QR code to be able to physically see the print that they're looking at and then move that online to be able to see more information. And maybe that's where you have your virtual tour and then someone's able exactly. to really walk okay. through the home. Did you guys see these new business cards that you tap? Yeah, I have one coming home? in the mail. What? I should have yep. it. I'll have it for next week and I'll show you guys. Yeah, it's called yeah. Yeah. I was thinking of buying one myself. It's awesome. It looks yeah. So, yeah. so you just tap it to your cell phone and it gives the person all your information. Yeah. It just puts your contact like right into their phone. Yeah. That's awesome. I, imagine if you're just walking down, you're in the grocery store and it starts transmitting and everyone's getting your information. <laughs> like if you need a realtor, just call me at like, yeah, that's not a bad thing. <laughs> I'm in the produce aisle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, back on the, the physical versus the online. I also think there's a, a different psychology and mindset when people look at something physical versus on their phone when you're on your phone you're almost like I want to say like avoiding ads like you're you're programmed to like skip past any ads or marketing that you see but I don't know like when I check in my mail and I'm going through even if it's for like another realtor's ad I'm like oh okay cool like nice design bro <laughs> I like I do that too yeah I, I, yeah. I do that too uh, there's one realtor in town who um, he's known for just sending out pieces of paper, black and white with his picture and like one house. So I get those like at least once a month, but I believe he's been doing them for years and years and years. He's, he's quite successful transactionally. So um, it's just funny when I see it, I'm like, oh yeah, perfect. Here's my, you know, monthly piece <laughs> of paper and good, good for you for doing something that people will recognize, you know? Mm -hmm. But it's true. I like getting the mail. It's my little thing to go for a little mini walk and go get the mail. Exactly. And see, you know what came in there. Um, okay. And what about open houses? So we haven't heard much about them now. I know some people prefer not to do them. Some clients hate them. I'll get people straight up say no open houses. We don't want people walking in and out of our house. 
things are a little bit different now with COVID. I've tried the virtual open house. It sucks. And frankly, I don't think I like want to uh, spend two or three hours of my time sitting somewhere, hoping somebody shows up. It just doesn't, I don't think it works for me anymore. I'm not hundred percent decided. I'll still do it if someone wants me to, but I really don't think that open houses sell homes. What do you guys think? I think that open houses allow realtors to be able to find buyers really well. True. Um, but yeah, for the purposes of selling a home, I don't know. You know what? My, my last home sold from an open house. So really, it, it yeah. does work. Um, but for the amount of time that you have to put in and the inconvenience factor of the homeowner having to leave for a certain amount of hours, having people traipse through their home, especially with COVID, it's a concern to them. Um, yeah, it definitely, it has its pros and cons. And the open house signs, like getting them in and out of the car, driving around and picking them up. Like, it's just, you know, people think our job is so luxurious and, and it's not like there's some hardcore, like, you know, going over to my client's house to clean for a couple hours. Like we do that kind of stuff, you know, and going underneath, a mobile home. <laughs> going underneath a mobile home. Yes. <laughs> you know, crawling up into an attic and you know, all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I think I'm kind of glad that we're not doing them so much these days. I know a lot of agents that just refuse to do them. And um, I know I had a client once that wanted me to do one every weekend. And it was like one person would show up and it would literally take me four hours of my day to get ready, get there, get all the signs out. Cause you, yeah. you know, map it out, make sure you know where your signs are going. Yeah, that's a little excessive, right? Every weekend. But I mean, if you can make an open house, one that's, that's big and incentivizes people to come and, and it's a real like event, if you're into planning events, then, I mean, they have their place. They do. Uh, we're learning right now that they're, they may not be necessary to sell, but I mean, some people find them to be like a, one of the more fun parts of the job, right? Meeting people. That's true. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, take it as it is, but uh, it's going to be interesting in the next few years because people will become more accustomed to um, judging and making their opinion off of virtual tours, photos, and video more than they ever have been in history. So totally. Yeah, we'll see where it goes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm surprised, like I've done for three different clients this week, video tours you know, and there, there's talk of offers, right? So yeah, it's going to be interesting. You know, I'm glad that we're with a company that really utilizes all the technology we have and how much more innovation we have. I think that helps us a lot. Um, yeah. So should we jump to my 10 questions for Brady? Yeah, let's do yeah. it. Okay, yeah, let's do yeah. it. <laughs> so anyway, um, I got some questions to get to know you a little bit better. They're quick, quick answers. I know you didn't, weren't able to prepare. Um, okay. okay, so what's your best advice for a new realtor, Brady? Yes, the best advice for a new realtor, I would say, is, this is like a, such a cliche answer, but find a mentor. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Everyone says the same thing now. Everyone, it, but it's true. Like, it's nobody would, these would not be the answers coming from realtors like, a few years ago, like I think we're in on this huge collaborative mentorship, helping each other movement these last few years. Like, I don't think that, like nobody ever told me that, you know, mm -hmm. 15 years ago. Yeah. You know, yeah. it wasn't like this, it was so competitive mm -hmm. that 
it wasn't like that. So yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's that would be my number one advice. But like, I'm curious to hear your guys's number one if it's different. That's mine too. That's yeah. mine. Okay. <laughs> I might have to get a new question because I think everyone's gonna have the same answer. It's unanimous. <laughs> you should you know, ask maybe, maybe here's a better here's another question. Okay. How did you find your mentor? I found him from that that office meeting when he explained yes. to my brokerage. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> but I think it's important for people not to be scared to ask for help and, you yes. know, find people that you see that are doing something that you want to, that you want to do and that are, you know, that you know, that will take the time to help you. Like, mm -hmm. I know I reach out to people all the time just to ask them, Hey, how did you do this? Or like, you know, I've been having different meetings, like once a week, I seem to be meeting different realtors just to talk about work and like, what are they doing? Yeah. You know, and I think be, having the masterminds helps because you get to meet other people. So joining those groups and seeing what other people are doing. Yes. I think and that would be like, if you were to ask maybe for your next um, podcast, uh, what would be your second most important advice to new realtors? <laughs> um, yeah, I would say like getting just a sense of branding yourself and engraving yourself in certain groups and communities. Super yeah. Valuable. I think learning to have your own brand is important yeah. and knowing who, what you are and that mission statement and value proposition, all that stuff and be, being clear on your purpose. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot of work for someone, but yeah, <laughs> that's the ultimate goal. Okay. So are you reading any interesting books these days? I was going to read, start reading Green Lights, that Matthew McConaughey book that you've been posting hey, I just about. I'm just a huge fan. So um, I was going to get the, I was wondering if there's an audiobook version. Yeah, I, I, I read the audio version. Well, okay. if you read it before January 28th, you can join our book club because we're doing oh. a Zoom on the 28th. Okay. Raina, are you going to yeah. be part of that? I still Maybe. need to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> it was quick. It's, it's quick. Yeah. Yeah, I do your first one. So don't expect anything. Like you can sit down yeah. with a glass of wine and like relax. <laughs> I'll just pretend I read it. <laughs> there you go. So um, oh, the last the last book I read was Gucci Mane's Guide to Greatness. It's a good oh, book. how is that? Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> That's interesting. It's about like building like powerful habits, and uh, you know, it's just one of those super positive books you throw on that's kind of like corny. And you're like, okay, like this might be a little too positive, but like at the same time, it gets you like really like amped up and excited to work. So it's a good one. <laughs> okay, so what does your typical day look like, Rady? My typical day starts first thing in the morning. I do lead follow-up on my pay-per-click ads. Mm -hmm. And honestly, yeah, like that, that takes up a decent amount. And then I go to the gym every day. I try like it's super important and um i find that if you start your day like exercising then it just provides you with like at least me with like a very like chill good work ethic vibe because i'm like if i don't work out i'm kind of a spaz i find <laughs> i'm the exact same way it's right? like definitely a release <laughs> yeah and it it's just so good for work and you're just not coming across like super uh sketchy <laughs> to people when you're interacting so yeah working out um i come back and i work on like ideas for content i want to produce so i have a youtube channel where i do lots of 
like just everything I like to do, honestly, like it, there's no specific brand for my YouTube channel. It's me. Like it's just, doing so. you are I the like. brand. so I talk about like real estate. Um, I have travel videos on there for when you were able to travel. Um, <laughs> hey, you still are, you know, that in Mexico, they're offering, um, the Corona test as part of the package when you go. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Hmm, so. I'll have to look into that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many WestJet dollars saved up. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so uh, if you had a billboard, Brady, what would be the message on your billboard that would be showcased to everybody? The message, yeah. To share with the world on your own billboard that was shown to the whole universe. Yeah, it would have to go with my personal branding statement for my business, which is choose creativity. I think it like sums up everything I do. I. Uh, approach each listing and client in, in a different way. And I try and uh, reflect and, and use um, different, like more creative methods in, you know, marketing and um, telling stories. I think people are inherently storytellers and they like to listen to stories. So mm -hmm. if you can incorporate that in your business, you're good to go. Um, is there anything that you dislike about your job? Hmm. This is, this will, this will be an edgy statement. <laughs> okay. I think the one thing I dislike the most about my job is just real estate culture in general. <laughs> I think that like a lot of, I don't know if it's just the Kelowna thing, but I think I was getting it a little bit in Prince George as well. Like some realtors are very, very uh, mean spirited towards one another and very competitive. And I think they let it get to a point where it's just too, like it can get too far and it's just like, you know what, like we're yeah. all in the same yeah. business here. Like, let's be friends. Like, yeah. You know? Yeah. I get that. So yeah. That's probably the one thing I'd say. Yeah. No, you get some people that are amazing to work with and some people yeah. that you're just kind of like, Oh, that was hard. Yeah. It, it doesn't really phase me though, but it's just like, like why it's just inconvenient. <laughs> well, did you guys, I put this meme up. I know Marina, you saw it. If, um, you know, there's a realtor that you just don't like, just make sure you collect their business cards when they give it to you. And then if you get into like a fender bender, just give them your card. Oh. <laughs> give them that card. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> okay, well, let's wrap it up with what are the two things that you're grateful for today, Brady? I'm grateful for, does everybody say the Zoom call? This yes. <laughs> okay, I'm not grateful for that then. I'm not. <laughs> We're grateful for you coming on. That's for oh, sure. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I am grateful for that, but I'll give you three, okay? Okay. Um, Your so dog barking in the background? <laughs> yes. I'm grateful for my dog's recovery. He just got eye surgery oh. uh, days ago, and he's been doing like really well recovering. So I'm very grateful for that. And I am grateful for the beautiful weather we have outside. It's awesome. Mm. Yeah, right after this, I'm gonna have to go for a drive. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Awesome. So where can everybody find you, Brady? You can find me on YouTube or Facebook. I literally just go by my name, Brady Heemstra, but my last name's spelled like it's pronounced Heemstra. Heemstra, I know yeah. I always say it that way, sorry. <laughs> it's okay, I, I don't take any offense. Okay. Um, yeah, my YouTube, LinkedIn, I got it all. Uh, you can visit my site, www.bradyheemstra.com. And then it's a really cool website. I got a friend to design it all for me. And I think it purposely or beautifully encumbrances, yeah, encumbrances like everything that 
I stand for in my business and what I'm about. So that's awesome. And you can reach out to Marika at liveokanagan.com or myself at southokanaganliving.ca. And if you like this episode, don't forget to leave us a review and subscribe and tune in next week for another episode of the Okanagan Real Estate Podcast. Thanks for joining us, Brady. Thanks, Thanks guys. You. Yes, tune in next week. <laughs>